everyone. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Jillian. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) And we are the hosts of the OK Drama Podcast. Where two friends recap and break down K-dramas one episode at a time. Oh my god. Oh my god. We finished Hotel de Luna. What are you going to do with your life now? I don't know. Probably try to like recuperate all the tears <laughs> I shed after watching these two episodes. Fuck, man. You need to drink tears. Yeah. I needed like so much Gatorade to rehydrate <laughs> after <laughs> all of the tears. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Did you cry? I did not. Wow. I was like sobbing yesterday. Mm. The only drama that's made me cry has been Descendants. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. I, did I, have I cried in any others? Did I cry in, I feel like I didn't. Uh Uh-uh. No, yeah, this one. Okay, so, a little peek behind the curtain for this drama. Alex and I have watched together, just straight through. Mm Mm-hmm. And then later on, I watch it a second time, so I can write the outline, and I, like, skip ahead a little bit, but... Mm -hmm. Just the second time, I think I cried harder. Oh, God. Yeah. And uh, we'll talk about it later and even more so in our recap episode with our special guests. Mm -hmm. But Alex and I had differing opinions on the ending. Okay. And I was just crying. He was like, are you sure you still think it's a good ending? And I'm like, yes, it's good. Oh, my God. (laughs) Just so... It's not just sadness. It's just, like, you know, overwhelming. Yeah, and it's the end of a series. Yeah, it's just, And you're never going to get it back. Exactly. It's not just the story. It's Mm -hmm. the whole experience. Mm -hmm. But anyway, yeah, I mean, just really quickly, what did you think of these two episodes? Just right off the top. I enjoyed them a lot. I felt like episode 16 was rather interesting because... It, like, delved a lot in the other characters. Yeah. More so than I thought it would. I figured those would be more, like, in 14, 15. Yeah. Um, and, like, the first half of the episode was spent on other characters versus Manuel. Yeah. And her about to leave or whatever. So I thought that was interesting. That, that is interesting. And I, like you, thought that they would wrap stuff up earlier, mm-hmm. so... The last episode would just all be about Manuel, but mm-hmm. it was, like, very much the opposite. Like, mm-hmm. Manuel's story basically got wrapped up at the beginning of 15. Yeah. And now it's just, like, everyone knows, like, basically she's the central part of everybody's life. And yeah. And so with her leaving, it's, now we have to see how these people are going to, like, pick up the pieces. Mm-hmm. And, again, jumping ahead, I feel, like, really bad for Yuna. She got yeah. left out of so much stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Justice for you, nah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, she's living, at least. <laughs> she At least she's living, and she no longer sees ghosts. Yep. That's good. But yeah, I was like, man, they didn't invite her to this. They didn't or invite this. her to that. She's not in the future. What's going she on? She helped capture the murderer. I know. And, like, she really helped have Pyeongjun have some closure Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but you know who who am i (laughs) (laughs) not a writer not a writer but i just great job claps for the hong sisters excellent writing excellent work it was a lot of fun it was so i guess let's just get into it okay cool do you want to start it sure 
So we start episode 15 with Miss Choi, the bartender, and Hyunjoon regretting not saying goodbye to Manuel before she left and promising each other that they will say goodbye to each other before they leave for the afterlife. It's really sad because everyone's like, where the fuck is she? I yeah, because it's She's like gone. a month later. Yeah, it's or a over mo- a month. And like Chan Song's still just like working away. Mm-hmm. And they're like, She's not coming back. Mm-hmm. So we cut to herbalist slash glasses Mongo <laughs> <laughs> cooking up a brew that will be ready next month. But she has run out of new moon grass slash moonflower. So when I do my like I guess, research, mm-hmm. reading a couple of other people's recaps online just to see other people's takes on it. Everyone called it moonflower, mm. but the, our subtitles called it moongrass. Yeah. But they're clearly flowers. Yeah. So I'm just going to go with moonflower okay. from now on. I'm cool with that. But Vicky's subtitles calls it moongrass. I don't know what's mm. right. Um, so yeah, so she's run out of that key ingredient. We see the Reaper and regular Mongo talking about the drink, and apparently it is for the new owner of the hotel, and the drink tastes really bad, to the point where Manuel from a thousand years ago held a sword to Mongo's <laughs> neck because it tasted so bad. Um, and whoever drinks the moonflower alcohol will transcend the limits of time, and the moon tree will absorb the energy of the living, which makes the drinker the owner of the hotel. Ooh. I know. Like, that's some um, intense, like, chemistry and physics and <laughs> Would you all want sorts to be stuff. the owner of said hotel? Oh, no. No, 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 no. Hotel de Luna? Only if I was Manuel, because she looks great. And mm-hmm. Only if... I, I just want to be Manuel. I mm-hmm. don't want to be the owner of a hotel. And you don't want to be a ghoul? I, I don't know if I would mind being a ghoul <laughs> so much as I find my life exhausting. I, mm-hmm. I don't want to be here. Any <laughs> no, extra. Okay. no, I want to be here. I want to live. I'm not suicidal. Oh, <laughs> but I just, you know, I feel like... Life is hard. Life is hard. And, you know, there things naturally come to an end. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be in a tech everlasting, immortal mm-hmm. situation. I would... You know, I don't want my life to come to an end anytime soon, but... Eventually. I don't want to be here for a thousand years. When you're old as fuck. Yeah, is what I'm saying. I'm not looking to live for a thousand years. I gotcha, I gotcha. You know, maybe I cap out at, like, 110. (laughs) (laughs) After 110, like, yeah, I'm done. (laughs) And you don't want to have to deal with all these other ghouls who have all these problems and they're all vengeful. Oh, yeah. And they're, like... I'm not about to Trying to find their murderer or... Yeah. Whatever the fuck. Or, yeah, and then I... You know me. I get, like, very chismosa. And I get very emotional. Mm -hmm. So if someone just gossips to me their story, I'll be like, oh, yeah, like, let's get them. You know, I will... (laughs) Those assholes. I will team up with somebody so quick. Yeah, I don't know if I would want to run the hotel. I'd like to visit it. Yeah, I think... On a full moon. Or is it a full moon, or is it when... It's of the eclipse. Yeah, that's when it is, right? When, when humans can, can visit. Yeah. I certainly, once I pass, I as a ghost, I would like to go to the hotel. Uh-huh. I think I would probably stay a long time, to be honest. This is nice. Because of the pool. Yeah, that secluded little beach. Yeah, just like the room service. And it seems, it seems fairly dead. I mean, they're, they're dead. <laughs> but, <laughs> but like, there's not a lot of people roaming around. 
No. There's just that one writer. Uh-huh. The second writer. Uh-huh. And then, like, randos that come in and out. Yeah. It kind of seems like people just mind their own business. Mm-hmm. And, you know, get themselves, like, psyched up to go to the bridge. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. I... I think that sounds great. <laughs> Agreed. I hope no one's worried about me after. Caitlin is fine, y'all. I'm Caitlin fine. fine. I just, yeah, I already explained myself. Yeah, you did. It's you did fine. Good. Yeah, okay. well, well, it was good. Okay. Um, back at the hotel, Miss Choi talks to Chan Song about Mago, and she offers him the drug that will take away his ability to see ghosts and remember the hotel. Um, she's basically telling him that Manuel instructed her to give him the drug if it seemed like she wasn't coming back to the hotel. Miss Choi tells Chan Song that Manuel didn't want him to come to the hotel without her, and she wanted him to live his own life in reality. Which is sweet, and it makes sense. Yeah. But definitely saddening. I know, like, Chan Song looked, like... Heartbroken. What? Uh-huh. What are you doing right now? Mm-hmm. Because, like... It's not just Manuel, but that hotel has basically been his whole life for mm-hmm. the past how many months? Mm-hmm. Yeah, who knows what the time frame is yeah. here. It's, it's been a while. It's been, like, basically the hotel and special appearances by Sanchez mm-hmm. and Mira, like... Yeah. <clears throat> it's not just Manuel, it's, like, the whole staff and all the ghosts. Mm-hmm. All so, the people he's helped. Yeah, that would be, like, taking out a big chunk of his life. Yeah. Um, we then have a little montage of Chan Song thinking about Manuel in different outfits or all of their little fights, which were many. Mm-hmm. After that, Chan Song puts the drug back in the box and he sees regular Mago. He asks about Manuel and she tells him to go retrieve the moonflower slash moon grass um, back in time. Chan Song walks around the tree and there's like a door there. Mm-hmm. And he ends up going back in time, which is kind of exciting. I know. Uh, Mongo warns him that he cannot drink or eat anything when he's in that other world, or else he will be stuck in that time period. I thought this was an excellent pivot. Mm hmm. Because mm-hmm. I was like, I, had no, I did not expect that at all. Yeah. It was really fun. It was like a little Harry Potter moment, I felt like. Mm-hmm. A secret door when you go a different direction. Yeah. Um, Chansong arrives in the, how do you say this word? Josan. Josan, period. And we immediately see Miss Choi taking care of guests and bartender Kim taking care of the drinks. Um, and it's funny because he's seeing them and he's like, um, bartender Kim. Mm-hmm. Is she manager? No, she's not manager. She's yeah, room manager. Room manager Choi. Choi. Uh-huh. And he's seeing, um, he's just seeing like the people he knows. And it's kind of funny because it's uh-huh. like he's reminiscing, but I'm like, you just saw them though. Yeah. In real time. <laughs> but he's just excited anyway, I guess. I mean, they look the same. Yeah, it's Their just outfits crazy, are just like, different. 200 years ago. Yeah. <clears throat> um, Chansong finds the moon grass slash moon flowers rather quickly. But then, past Manuel approaches him and demands to know who he is. He says her name, and this surprises her, and she assumes he's there to collect her debts. She goes to walk away, but Chansong does a wrist grab, and she slams him against the wall like a badass. Mm-hmm. Don't touch me. Mm-hmm. He says he's from a faraway place, and she won't recognize him from this time. Manuel realizes that he has the sixth sense, like the little boy on the movie Sixth Sense. I see dead people. Yeah. Yeah. Good movie. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I, I was just, like, so excited because it, it was almost like, a, here's a little side adventure mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for you. And will they fall in love in this period, yeah. too? <laughs> and I was just like, yeah. Also... I, like, really come to love uh, 
period dramas. Mm. So just like seeing everyone in the costumes mm-hmm, is like, mm-hmm. very exciting to me. Uh, so then we hear another Mago and Manuel hides. This one is like Ratchet. <laughs> Mago. <laughs> yes. Uh, Chen Song recognizes Mago's voice and Manuel learns that Chen Song knows the Magos and that they like him. And she's like, okay, let's talk. Uh-huh. So she uh, decides to offer him a drink. And right away, at first I didn't think anything of it, but then in the next scene, there's, like, food being placed to him and other drinks and stuff, and I'm like, did he drink the other drink? Is oh, he going to yeah. eat this food? Like, she literally just said, don't drink or eat anything. <laughs> Is he going to be stuck there? He has to live at the next 200 uh-huh. years. Uh, yeah, so they, Bartender Kim and Miss Choi place, like, a nice little spread mm-hmm. in front of him, um, and they ask about him becoming the new manager. <laughs> They're like, hey, we need some help over here. Chen Song declines, but then he learns that Manuel has a bad gambling debt, <laughs> even though she was using help from a pro-gambler ghost. The bad luck Mago has taken basically all of their money as, like, punishment from Manuel abusing mm-hmm. her ghost powers. Manuel comes out looking, like, gorgeous mm-hmm. in her ghost on time period costume or outfit. Uh, Chen Song gets after Manuel for gambling, and Manuel asks him if he can ask Beggar Mago to leave since they like him. And he's basically like, you can't just ask a god to leave. Like, he knows all the mm-hmm. rules now. Yeah. And he's a pro. Yeah. He's got this. So Chen Song tells her that he was able to get one ghost, or one god, sorry, to leave in the past, and he can help get rid of regular, or not regular, beggar Mago, but Chansong makes Manuel promise to never gamble again if he can get beggar Mago to leave, and Manuel agrees to the arrangement. She's even like, you can cut off my wrists. Like, <laughs> super dramatic. Uh, beggar Mago, like I said, is a hot mess, and Chansong introduces himself. He asks her to stop pu- punishing Manuel, and she's like, Why? And he's like, Why though? Yeah, <laughs> eating her rice. Off <laughs> uh, so she's like, "Okay, well, let's play a game." So they end up playing a game of Paduk slash Go. Um, I've only heard it ever called Go, but whatever. <laughs> and Shansong wins. And I love how Manuel talks about how smart he is. They're like, wow. <laughs> "Oh yeah," and she's like, "He's from a place called Harvard." <laughs> Do you know where that is? <laughs> Yeah, I, t- I was laughing with Alex, and I was like, man, he's even bragging uh-huh. to people <laughs> from, like, 200 years ago. It's hilarious. <laughs> uh, Manuel signs a contract promising to not gamble again, and Chansong advises her to sell her horses to pay off her debt, basically like her little cars. Mm-hmm. He tells her to find other hobbies that are different from gambling, and he draws a map of Korea and introduces the idea of a food tour. Yum. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's how Manuel became a quote-unquote foodie. He's, like, showing um, her different places. Yeah. Uh, Manuel asks Chen Song if he wants to go visit all of the places with her and stay on as a human manager and offers him a drink. He looks incredibly tempted, and, I mean, I get it. Mm-hmm. I'd be very tempted, too. Yeah, they already have, like, so much chemistry. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and he seems to like the place. Like, uh-huh. he's with all the same people. Yeah. And it's just a different time period, but mm-hmm. I bet that would be exciting. In the end, though, he ends up declining, because if he accepts the drink, he'll be stuck. Um, he tells her he has someone waiting for him that he loves. 
And Manuel seems disappointed, not realizing that someone is her. Mm-hmm. Um, he accepts that he might regret that decision later, though. She's like, is it a lover? Mm-hmm. And he's like, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I forgot what she said after that. Yeah. But it was like... I think she says, like, that's too bad. Yeah, that's or right. something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Something to that effect. Um, Chansong goes to the garden to collect the flower, and Beggar Mago tells him that no one will remember him when he goes back. She tells him he can stay and be Manuel's 85th human and stay with her until he dies, or he can go back as someone who has let go. Such a hard decision. It sucks. I know. And it sucks even more because, like, he knows she's there right now. Yeah. And he can be with her. Yeah. Versus in real time, will she or won't she come back? Yeah, he's still waiting for her. And, I mean, Miss Choi basically said, she's not coming back. Yeah. (laughs) Take this... Fucking candy or whatever the fuck. <laughs> I don't know what that thing is. I know. I It looks like it looks like one of those what are those chocolates called? Career yeah. <laughs> it looks like one of those. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to figure out and like, yeah, is it just like wrapped in like gold leaf? I don't know. What what is that? I don't know. It looks like I mean they, they said it's like a pill, I think is what Yuna said. Yeah, but I just don't know if that's like a bad translation. Yeah, maybe. Because then they call it the drug mm-hmm. or the medicine. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just going to say it's chocolate. Okay. <laughs> um, Chan Song takes one more look at Manuel, and he returns back to his time. He brings a flower to Mago and says he understands why she sent him, and she tells him that Manuel has returned. Woo! Um, he immediately starts sprinting towards the tunnel to the afterlife, and the rest of the staff is like, oh, she must have come back. Yeah. She came back. And they all start running. So It's cute. very exciting. So we see Manuel getting out of the car, looking a little out of it, and Chan Song runs up to her and hugs her. She apologizes for being late, and then they have a big group hug with Miss Choi, Hyung Jung, and Mr. Kim. How sweet. I know. I love how Mr. Kim is just like, ugh, and he just gets to the side, like, he's the last one. So cute. Um, So Yuna and Hyung Jung talk about Manuel's trip, and we learn that she has lost some of her memories. And apparently your oldest memories are the first to go. Manuel tells Chansong she didn't lose any memories of him, and he tests her by asking her to choose between the car or him. And of course, she chooses Chansong. Ha. <laughs> so sweet. Uh, she gets scared and asks how many cars she has left, and Chansong t- starts talking about her debt collectors from the Joseon period, and she remembers them. And she's like, how did you know? I bet Mr. Kim told you. Like, she she always, <laughs> always blame Mr. Mr. Kim. Kim. <laughs> the best. Um, so he pours her a drink, saying that he was regretting turning down a drink that a woman offered him. <laughs> and Manuel gets jealous and starts smacking him. And he confirms, it was a beautiful woman. <laughs> so sweet. So he tells her how Mongo sent him back in time to get the flowers and how he helped Manuel out of debt while he was there. Manuel realizes that Mongo is brewing another drink for a new owner. I I know. We cut to the hospital, and the old guy pretending to be Hyung Jung, named Oh Tae Sook, watches over Hyung Jung's sister Hyun Min. Hyun Mi, right? Mi. Mm-hmm. Okay, Hyun Mi. Um, oh Tae Sook. God damn it. <laughs> Um, looks at an old photo of himself with Hyun Jung. 
and at this point, like, the sister is, um, having some complications, I think. Yeah, she's not in great And condition. they, I think they just brought her back or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and we get a flashback, and we're seeing that they're actually Beth's friends, BFFs. Mm-hmm. Yuna and Hyunjung talk about it at a cafe, and she starts to think that he was his friend who watched over his sister and did great things in his name. Yuna thinks that his sister will live much longer with his friend watching over her. But then she receives a message that she is in a bad condition. So they race over to the hospital, and Hyunjung goes into the room and mentions that he must be disappointed that Hyunmi is safe. That he, meaning his friend. Yeah, Taesok. Yeah. And Taesok leaves the room and sees Yuna. And he asks if she took the photo with Hyunjung, and she says no. She tells him Hyunjung is always watching and asks that he keep Hyunmi Hyun alive for a long time since they were friends. Yuna tries to leave, but then Taesook, oh, I'm not used to these names, <laughs> holds her and desperately asks if Hyunjung is alive and wonders if Hyunjun is making him keep Hyunmi alive. And he's like, has he been alive this whole time? That would gets, be crazy. It gets really weird. Yeah, he's like super paranoid. Mm-hmm. Um, back at the hotel, Hyunjung shows the rest of the staff the picture of him and Taesook and tells them how he is taking care of his sister. But that's not the whole story. Mm-hmm. So Miss Choi and bartender Kim approach Manuel and ask her if they can have a special event for Hyunjung when his sister finally visits the hotel. They want to give him a special send-off and let him spend more time with his sister. Manuel looks dubious and suggests that Hyunjun might not only be waiting for his sister, and she reminds them that he came to the hotel with a gunshot wound. Mm. I know. Because, I mean, yeah, like, everyone else had these, like, deep grudges or, mm-hmm. like, these really strong reasons why they were staying mm-hmm. at the hotel, and Hyunjun was like, I'm just waiting for my sister. Yeah. Like, no. No, fam. There's gotta be more mm-hmm. to the story. Manuel cleans her gun and explains to Chansong that Hyunjun already shot a revenge bullet at his enemy. Basically, she's like, I shot a revenge bullet with this gun, and it basically made the... Ruined his life. Yeah, the person who killed the woman, like, haunted forever. Mm-hmm. And Hyunjun has already done that with his enemy. It's his sister. Hyunjun left his sister with Taesuk, his enemy, and waited for waited for her for over 70 years, but he also used his sister to torture Taesuk. Yuna brings Taesuk to the hotel, and I, I know. I'm like, girl, that is very brazen. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. what kind of made you think that was a good idea? And I think it's because he kept bothering her about it. Yeah, And he was, he's probably hounding her. Yeah, I'm sure. But, yeah, I was like, she's a... And she's just, like, a teenager that doesn't have shit. That's true. I forget how young she is mm-hmm. sometimes, but yeah, it's it's a whole mess. Mm-hmm. It's a mess. So she brings Taesok to the hotel, and Kyungjun freaks out. He's like, "Oh, who'd you bring?" And I'm like, "Who did you? Yeah, who, who else? Who does would, she know? Who else? Who would does you, she know that would know you? Who are you friends with besides God. ghosts? <laughs> no." Um. So, yeah, he, like, freaks out and, like, runs away. Yuna feels bad and says she brought Taesuk because she wanted Hyunjung to be able to reclaim part of his identity. Chensong tells Yuna that this is Chen- that this is Hyunjung's choice. Um, and I think it's, like, really interesting because I feel like Yuna is kind of acting 
not in her own self-interest, but, like, thinking of her own story in mind. Like, mm-hmm. she wants Hyungjun to have his identity back mm-hmm. because a similar thing happened to her. Yeah. And it's like, maybe he doesn't care about his identity. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe he's happy the way... Things are. Things are, yeah. And she's kind of, like, forcing mm-hmm. the situation on him. Mm-hmm. Projecting her own thoughts and feelings. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, bartender Kim and Miss Choi tell Chan Song about Hyunjung's past. Hyunjung's family was killed in a bombing, and he was able to escape, and his sister barely made it. So, at this point, I'm like, okay, so that's how this guy was able to pass off as being yeah. him, because there's no family. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I... Because at first, like, how the fuck, though? Right. That makes no sense. Right. But now it does. Okay. Yes. Um, and at this point, from the bombings, his sister was badly injured, to the point where she's blind. Yeah, again. Again, now it makes sense. <laughs> yep, check. Um, so they took a shortcut through the woods instead of following the crowd. And they're trying to escape, like, all the bombings and all the bullshit. Mm-hmm. And their plan is to go to family in Busan mm-hmm. before the zombie apocalypse. Right. Get that train. <laughs> um, and on their journey, Hyunjoon runs into Taesuk, who is a runaway soldier. And at first, when we hear about him dying and how he was a soldier, we're thinking, like, oh, he was killed in combat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So Taesook is in bad shape, and, like, Hyunjung is offering him food, like, breads and things, and he's basically telling him, like, like, what do you need? Come with us, this and that. Uh-huh. And he tries to steal their whole bag of shit. Yeah. And Hyunjung is like, no, like... That's my sister's medicine. I, I need the medicine. Like, uh. at least let me have that. And they're struggling for the bag. He won't let it go. And the other guy has a gun, too. And Hyunjung has one hand on the gun, one hand on the bag. They're kind mm. of going back and forth. And he accidentally shoots him. And Hyunjung is kind of alive at this point-ish, sort of. And his sister heard the gunshot. She's, like, screaming his name. She mm. knows where the fuck he is. And he's saying, like, my sister, take care of my sister... And he doesn't know what to do, and he takes his sister. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's when the bullet is shot. The the revenge bullet. Oh, yeah. At that point. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting when you think about, like, these revenge things and these grudges and, like, how that happens. I'm just like, do you have to just, like, really think about something right before you die? Yeah. Well, I think it's just that, like... For this specific one, just that this man will always have to uh-huh. take care of his sister, and so therefore he he will always be remembered, or he will always remember that he shot yeah. Hyungjoon. Someone who was his best friend. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he can't ever escape that uh-huh. reality. Ooh. Yeah. Sucks. Uh-huh. <laughs> Taesuk makes it to Busan with Hyunmi, and... Basically, Hyungjung's family and Busan recognized Hyungmi, and they assumed Taesuk was Hyungjung because he was wearing Hyungjung's uniform. Because right before they struggled, Taesuk like flips and is like, "Switch uniforms with me," mm-hmm. because he's like, "It doesn't matter which side I'm on." Because again, this is like during the Korean War. Like I'm fucked either way. Yeah, so he's a runaway soldier, so he's either going to be shot by his own people or shot by the enemy. Mm-hmm. So not great. And ever since. That moment, he has been living, Taesuk has been living as Hyunjun. Crazy. And at that point, I was like, he did suck. Mm-hmm. It wasn't quite as what I suggested. 
last time mm-hmm. when I said he was going to be like crazy, who's going to kill you? <laughs> <laughs> but he was really shitty. Uh huh. Yeah, and like I mean, I I'm I understand why he's also so paranoid, like as an old ass man, mm-hmm. because he shot someone when mm-hmm. he was young. But yeah, I was like, he is very intense. Mm-hmm. Very intense. So. Ba, ba, ba. Manuel finds Hyungjin by the tree and tells him he looks like a sad puppy who got <laughs> wet. <laughs> I love her little, uh, kind of... One-liners. Yeah. Um, so, Manuel listens to Hyungjin complain about his resentment towards Taesuk, and she sympathizes with him, but ultimately tells him that it might be a good idea to hear his side of the story, since it will help him, Hyungjin, feel better. Hyungjin still seems unsure, and Manuel goes to leave to tell Taesuk to leave, um, and says that Yuna brought him here for nothing, and Hyungjin grabs her skirt like a little kid, and is like, wait. Um, I think it's interesting that Manuel is like, it'll make you feel better, and he's like, I don't know about that, but then she's like, I mean, Yuna's the one who brought him here, and that'll all be for nothing, and he's like, mm-hmm. Okay, I guess. Like, just using Yuna as, like, yeah. a guilt trip. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, and I think it's funny how, I didn't write this down, but, like, uh, Hyungjin is like, did it make you feel better when you heard out the firefly? Like, just, like, kind of turning it back mm-hmm, on her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, getting all up in her business. Just as <laughs> Yuna is telling Taesuk to leave, Chan Song comes out and says that Hyungjun will see him. The boys meet in a hotel room that transforms into a, an old classroom, and Hyungjun tells Taesuk that he's been watching over his old friend. And Taesuk is like an old man, and then like through the magic of a ho- of the hotel, yeah, transforms to the same age as Hyungjun. Mm-hmm. How nice that must feel! I know, young again. Mm-hmm. At the bar, Manuel and Chansong talk about Hyunjung meeting his enemy, and Chansong points out that Hyunjung is sweet, and watching over Taesook take care of Hyunmi would have alleviated some of his grudge. So, like, hopefully things aren't that bad mm-hmm. during their meeting. Manuel convinces Taesook to make a large donation to Hyunjung's old school, and they hold a graduation ceremony to present Hyunjung with a honorary degree. It's Cute. so sweet. Mm-hmm. A bunch of people from the hotel show up to support Hyunjung, and even the Reaper is there, and he looks pleased. Uh-huh. Um, apparently, he offered his bus to take the guests to the ceremony. How nice, sweet. Nice Reaper. I know. I've never read it. I've never known a Reaper to be that kind. I was going to say I've never met a Reaper to be that kind. <laughs> <laughs> I've met many Reapers. None have been kind. <laughs> Afterwards, they all go to Sanchez's restaurant, but only Manuel and the regular crew are visible. Chansung and Sanchez talk about ghosts and possession, and a few jokes are had. While Chansung, or Ch- Sanchez is just like, freak the fuck out. <laughs> and after everyone leaves, they talk about how Manuel will also be leaving soon. And there's that sense of soon-to-be heartbreak. Yeah, and Chansung, or Sanchez is like, I... He doesn't make that noise, but... That's he's, he's making that face. He's making yeah, the eye. He's like, Ugh, uh-huh. that sucks. And, like, he's still probably grieving about Veronica, uh-huh. so, again, that's such a bummer. Bummer yeah. all around. Yep. Uh, Miss Choi tells Manuel that she offered Chansong the medicine, but he put it back, believing she would return. Miss Choi tells Manuel that she was happy for her being able to leave the hotel, and Manuel tells Miss Choi that a new manager is coming, 
And they talk about how Chan Song wants to send everyone off before Manuel has to leave. Miss Choi leaves Manuel's office, and Chan Song fills her in on the situation with the pregnant woman. He asks if she will continue to stay in the living world if the baby is a boy, and she recognizes he's worried about her. Miss Choi tells Chan Song not to worry, and tells him that Manuel came back for him. She repeats Mago's words about it taking more heart to let go than to hold on. So basically she's like... She's hinting. Yeah, like, don't worry about me. Worry about yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, Chan Sung finds Manuel struggling with two big suitcases in her office, and he opens one up to find an old camera. Ooh. I know. Manuel explains that all the pictures on the wall were taken by the managers. She goes through the pictures and the memories of each manager and tries to make Chan Sung jealous when she remembers a particularly handsome manager. Mm-hmm. Chan Sung doesn't believe her, though, and tells her that bartender Kim said that he's the most handsome manager that they've ever had. <laughs> and she's like, why would you believe him? Like, he doesn't know anything. Uh, Chan Sung asks Manuel why she didn't take any pictures with the managers, and she responds that they weren't that significant to her since they were all just passing through. But now she wishes she had a record of them. Chan Sung offers to take a picture of her with her staff, and they have like a goofy family vibe. While Manuel is like trying to get everything together, mm-hmm. and tells I think she tells uh, Hyung Jung not to smile with his mm-hmm. teeth, and for bartender Kim to keep his eyes open, <laughs> like just such a mom or uh-huh. whatever. Um, it's like a little Adam's family moment. Yeah. So eventually Chan Sung joins them, and they take pictures together, and they look so good. Like, it's just such a sweet moment. Mm-hmm. And they make such a beautiful couple. And a great family. I know. <laughs> so sweet. <laughs> um, Chan Sung starts cleaning up, and Manuel sits on the suitcase and orders Chan Sung to carry her. He initially refuses, but then swoops in and picks her up and twirls her around, and she squeals, To the room! But then he puts her on the couch and tells her that they should go get... Uh, Mian. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Since he took the photos. And I said, mm-hmm, Chan Song. Mm-hmm. Like, she was like, let's go. I was mm-hmm. like, ooh, are they going to have a nice romantic moment? No. No. He just mm-hmm. wants to eat. I don't know. I mean, I get that, too. <laughs> um, Hyun Jung and Yuna admire the photo with everyone. That does not include Yuna. Mm-hmm. And Yuna points out that Hyun Jung should have called her. <laughs> I agree. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's part of the team. Mm-hmm. She's the intern. Mm-hmm. No one cares. I know. Because she's part living. <laughs> and I mean, well, Chan Song is totally living. But he's like the manager. He was sent there. He's, yeah, he's holding everything together. And Manuel bought him. So. Yes. <laughs> he's part of them. Uh-huh. He tells her that it was a special moment for Manuel and the staff before the hotel closes. And you know, I was like, the fuck? Mm-hmm. What do you mean it's closing? I know. Again, I'm like, this poor girl. They're no not keeping is- her in the loop. Yeah, no. She's like, you guys had a family photo session. What about the hotel closing? What about you and your freaking sister and you leaving? Like, who's this old man? I know. Uh Jesus. And she has to deal with school. Ugh. Poor you know. And shitty classmates. I know. Um, she goes and complains to bartender Kim about how unfair the situation is and asks how can, how she can see Mago. He tells her that Chen Song has met her a few times. She goes to his office, she snoops around, and finds a card with the herbalist's shop's address. We cut to Sanchez's house and we see Mira having drink with Sanchez and Young Soo. They are celebrating that Mira is finally moving out and is now moving in with Young Su. 
lot. Mm-hmm. I didn't think they would stay together, to be honest. Opposites attract, I, I guess. guess. I mean, I never believed that, but that's no. what they say. <laughs> <laughs> Sandra starts teasing Mira, saying she's really messy, and Young Sue points out that she's good at cooking, and Sancha's like, mm, sure, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> and it turns out that her family owns a kimchi factory, so that's where the good food comes from. Uh-huh. And Sancha starts being super cynical, but hopes for a good fortune for the future for them. So she doesn't move back into his house, which I totally understand because she's kind of shitty. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't want her living with me either. No. Uh, also, she's a klepto, right? Yeah. She's always stealing shit. Mm-hmm. Weird. Uh, back at the bar, bartender Kim talks to two writers. One is the regular writer who's just been, like, hanging out at the hotel. Mm-hmm. The other ghost is a new guy who just finished writing a novel about a, dis- a disgraced Joseon scholar, and Mr. Kim's cat ears are like, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the writer talks about the premise, and Mr. Kim freezes. We see many flashbacks of Mr. Kim being disgraced for writing vulgar material, and the author mentions that his work could still be published Posthumously. Yes. Posthumously. Posthumously. I always fuck up on that word, yes. and then I used it the other day, and I was like, okay, I need to repeat this like 20 times. <laughs> it came in handy. <laughs> yeah. Who knew? Uh, so, yeah, they're like, what was I going to say? I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's just two writers talking. Two writers talking shop, and Mr. Kim is like, that's me. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Uh, Yunnan makes it to the herbalist pharmacy. And sees the drink that is brewing. We cut back to the tree, and Miss Choi and Manuel talk about the tree and how how it has experienced time again with flowers and leaves. Manuel says that she needs to pass on for the tree to actually live again, and then Yuna runs in and begs Manuel to take the drink that she stole from the Mongos so everyone can stay at the hotel. And I'm like, dang, she's like really asking. Maybe she doesn't know exactly what that means for Mm -hmm. her, but she's like, no, freaking condemn yourself to a life of whatever. Mm -hmm. Basically, imprisonment. (laughs) So so I can keep hanging out at this hotel. Like, girl. Even though the dude that I like is going to leave at some point. Yeah. And doesn't matter if the hotel's here or not. Exactly. Um... So, regular Mongo tells Chansong how Yuna stole the drink, and they talk about how if Manuel takes the drink, it would extend her life and allow her to stay with Chansong. He asks Mongo if she will stop Manuel, but then, being classic, riddly Mongo, <laughs> she turns the question back to him and is like, what will you do? We. I know. Chansong makes it back to the hotel, and he meets Manuel on the sky terrace. She asks him if she should drink it. He starts telling her about how tempted he was to stay with her in the Joseon time, but he would have been the 85th manager, and he would have been the 85th manager. He realized as he hung up their photo, he would be the 99th manager. The last one. Last one. He doesn't want to let another meaningless moment pass for her. Chansong tells her not to drink it, and she smiles, saying she knew he would say that. She starts to pour the drink over the ledge, just it on top of someone's head. <laughs> she thanks him and tells him she loves him. He tells her he loves her and they look all lovey-dovey and then the episode ends. Aww. Yeah. I know. I was like, you don't have to throw it out. Just give it to Mago. Yeah. Like, they, that's give it back because that's, 
That's who it belongs to. Yeah. Okay, okay whatever. Whatever. Uh, so we start episode 16, seeing the Reaper walk up to a family. Ma- and this is in the past. Mm-hmm. Mago is there, and they realize while the parents are dead, the girl is still alive. Mago tells him the young wife is trying hard to stay alive and basically tells him to back off. Just then, a man and his young son see the scene. It's baby Chancellor's <laughs> dad from a past life. Did you recognize him? Um, he looked familiar, and uh-huh. I wasn't sure if it was supposed to be um, Yan, Yan Wu. Yeah. Because uh, he talked about how he, or she went to live with him and his mom or whatever. Yeah. At first, Alex and I thought it was Yan Wu mm-hmm. also. That's what I thought, too. But then, uh, obviously, we come to learn that yeah. it's Chen Song. And I, like, went back to the first episode. And, yeah, it's the same actors. It's the dad, too. It's yeah. It's funny. Um, I'm like, I guess you just have the same family forever, too? Or I, I guess. Don't know. <laughs> I don't know how casting. it works. <laughs> um, so... Uh, the dad looks at the wreckage and tells his son not to touch anything, because he just, like, whatever, just gets right up to the crime, not crime scene, but, like, this... Ooh, dead people. Yeah, he's not afraid. Uh, the boy sees that the girl is still alive, and he helps her out. He tells the girl that her parents are at the end of the moon, because that is what the old woman with the flowers said. Mm. He asks what her name is, and she draws her symbol on the on his palm, and says, Manuel. The boy says it's pretty, and they smile at each other. Aye. How sweet. I thought they did a very good job with little girl Manuel's yes, casting. Yes, agreed. It looks a lot like her. Mm-hmm. So we cut back to the present, with Manuel and Chansong still on the balcony, and they wonder if they met in a past life. Guys, Chansong saved Manuel! And back in the past, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you think that's why Mago chose him? I don't know. It's just, like, a sweet Possibly, yeah. Uh, kismet? And then, technically, he went back in time, and he saved, saved her, her, too, with her gambling. Dang. So he saved her, like, twice. Or three times. Three, three four times. Yeah. I don't know. He saved her a lot. Wow, what a guy. What <laughs> an angel. He just keeps saving. Uh-huh. Um, Chansung tells her that sometimes it takes that long to... For people to meet, just like how it takes over a thousand years for the light from the Orion constellation to reach Earth. Manuel asks him to point out another constellation. Oh no. Manuel asks him to point it out, but he says it's only a winter constellation, so they won't be able to see it. Womp womp. <laughs> we cut back to Mago telling Manuel that after the next full moon, the energy of the moon will be taken away from the hotel, and Manuel will have to leave. There will be no more guests, and the hotel will cease to exist. It's really sad. I know. Fuck. Um, very final. I know, and there's, like, not a lot... I, I don't know the cycles of the moon and how long they yeah. take. But that does not feel like a lot of time. No. I don't think so either. We cut back to the present, and Manuel asks Chansong to point out another constellation, and then there's a funny moment where he tries to be scientific about it, and she just gets annoyed. Then they start being lovey-dovey and squeezing each other's faces and just... He calls her moon face, I think, uh-huh. which made me laugh because my mom has this thing where, like, she'll say things like, like, this woman has a cara de luna. Oh, like yeah, a moon I think face. you yeah. Her biggest one is cara de sol. And it's, like, funny. And there's been moments where, like, my brother and I have been like, 
what are all the names that you call people? And she's like, hmm, cara de luna, cara de sol, cara de plancha, which is an iron, <laughs> piece of an iron. It's so fucking stupid. Is that like a flat face? Yeah, I don't, what? yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. And then like, cara de camote, which is like a yam face. <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. Oh my God. I love it so much though. Uh, Alex thought it was hilarious when she was like, I wouldn't have challenged you. You could have just picked out any star. Like, <laughs> you really think, like, no. I, I know this shit. Yeah. <laughs> could have said anything. Uh-huh. That, that was really funny. <laughs> um, bartender Kim hangs out by the entrance of the tunnel and thinks about how he needs to leave before he sees the book published. He's so ashamed. Mm-hmm. But then, as he starts to walk towards the tunnel, he starts thinking about the promise he made with Miss Choi and Hyunjoon about telling each other goodbye before they leave. Miss Choi tells Manuel that she can't find Mr. Kim, and she tells her about the writers. Manuel gets mad and wonders who is writing about their scholar. Mm-hmm. She gets really, like, defensive and, yeah. like, that's that's our crane. <laughs> <laughs> the writer meets with Manuel and Chansong and tells them that the only person who would have read the novel is his editor at the publishing house, because he writes everything by hand. And at this point, I'm like, is this the publishing company from Romance is a bonus book? <laughs> it's like, oh my God. I'm connecting all the worlds that don't even belong together. <laughs> it's really stupid. <laughs> What's his name? Bong? Is Mr. Bong? Mr. Bong, I think yeah. so, yeah. Is he there reading this, like, mm-hmm. work by hand? Mm-hmm. Written by hand? Just like the, the father. Didn't he write his by hand? Or not not him, the, the, old, the old woman. Lady. Yeah. yeah, the old lady. Mm-hmm. She also wrote in Chinese characters, like, mm-hmm. crazy. Mm-hmm. Which is why Mr. Kim got in trouble, because he wasn't writing in Chinese mm-hmm. characters. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. Oi. <laughs> Manuel and Song go to buy the manuscript from the publisher, but Mr. Kim beats them there. Chansung is worried Mr. Kim will do something dangerous, but Manuel knows that he won't. He's too proper, and he's waited too long to remove the stain from his name. Scholar Kim tries haunting the editor, saying, Kim she, she, eek. Kim she eek is not a lewd person, and he, like, writes it on the mirror. And <laughs> Alex thought that was so funny. not lewd. Um, I'm very lewd. <laughs> but this ends up being a failure, as the rest of the people at the publishing company are like, you're haunted. The book's gonna sell like yeah. crazy. Like, this is awesome. This is a haunted book. This is a haunted story. Mm-hmm. It's really sad to see. Like, at first, he's like, oh, I scare him too much. Yeah. And then he's like, the fuck? He's so sweet. Mm-hmm. I feel so bad for him. And he's, like, in his proper Joseon garb. Mm-hmm. I like his little hat. Yeah. I don't know what those are called, but I don't know it just either. looks really cool. But all of them. All of them. The, the men wore the hats like that. They look cool. Yeah. So, Scholar Kim goes to leave the company looking dejected because his haunting plan did not work out as he thought it would. Mm-hmm. And he runs into Manuel and Chansong. He tells... Manuel that he's too humiliated to face anyone at the hotel and will leave to the afterworld on the next bus. Manuel gets after him and calls him a dignified crane <laughs> and makes him hold his head up high. <laughs> I loved that scene because mm-hmm. Manuel acts like she's all tough, but she is like so protective of her staff. Mm-hmm. Like those are her people. Mm-hmm. Nobody gets to fuck with her people. Only she gets to make yes. fun of them. Uh-huh. Basically. Um, and he's doing the thing where he's, like, pouting, and she's, like, lifting his head up. I just thought that was such a sweet moment. Um, Chansong goes and buys a manuscript, claiming to be a descendant of Mr. Kim. 
didn't have to do much work, it seems. No. Didn't have to prove it or anything. I know. I And I guess, like, as a publishing company, as we saw in Romance as a Bonus Book, like, they're probably just happy to get money. Yeah. Because, like, who buys books? In today's day. These days, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Jansung lets Scholar Kim stay in his room at Sanchez's house <laughs> until he feels comfortable enough to go back to the hotel. Scholar Kim tells them his story. He said he was considered a young prodigy for passing the state exam at a young age, but didn't pass a civil service exam. He decided to move to the capital to focus on studying, and while he was there, he started people-watching and wrote down the stories of the people he saw. The stories weren't vulgar in nature, but the fact that he wrote them in Hangul instead of Chinese Hanga was looked down upon. Hangul. Uh-huh. What is Hangul? Hangul is, is that... the Korean okay. language. Okay, okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, so... Um, it's really complicated because basically, like, Korean and Chinese were, like, kind of similar, Mm -hmm. and prior to the creation of, like, the Korean alphabet, Mm -hmm. Hangul, um, they used to write in Chinese characters, Chinese Hanga, but they're really hard to memorize and Mm -hmm. read and learn. And I know you said that the Hangul is, like was supposed to be easier for people to yeah, it, learn and understand. It is a lot. I mean, I haven't tried to learn Chinese, but it's really easy. Like, mm-hmm. uh, when we were in Korea, the museum um, docent, I guess, mm-hmm. was, like, basically, if you give someone, like, two hours, they can memorize the Korean alphabet. And, hmm. like, it's it's similar. That. I mean, I, I have memorized the Korean alphabet now, so I feel pretty nice. good about myself. Teach me the Korean alphabet. Okay. Um, yeah, it's, like, so... You can read in Korean, but you don't know what it means because uh-huh. you don't know the vocabulary. But uh-huh. yeah, you can like sound it out. And so the I think King Sejong the Great was the creator of Hangul because he wanted his populace to be well educated, and he wanted everyone. Like most leaders, I know he wanted everyone <laughs> to be able to read uh-huh. because he thought a well educated country would be a successful country. Nice, and that's why he's. Uh, King Sejong the Great. What a great guy. Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) so uh, basically people gave him shit because, one, a scholar wasn't supposed to be writing about people. Yeah. um, I think, like, writing fiction like that or just kind of, like, people about um, stories about, like, the lower class Mm -hmm. because, like, classism was, like, a very big deal back then. Yeah. was looked down upon, and then, like, writing in Hangul was mm-hmm. also looked down upon, because Hangul was, like, the language of the commoners, and, like, Richie Riches mm-hmm. still, like, wrote in Chinese, because that was, you had to, like, have time, and for, to have time, you also need to have money. Yeah. So, it was kind of, like, a Just status like symbol. today. Uh-huh. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, so... Chansung and Manuel realized that the stories he wrote actually became some of Korea's most famous folk tales. Chansung proudly calls Scholar Kim the Shakespeare of the Joseon dynasty. <laughs> Scholar Kim laments that the stories ruined his life. When he finally passed the exam and got an appointment, it was revoked after he was shamed for writing stories that upset the social order. His father starved himself out of God shame damn. and extreme. And he was too humiliated to go home and face his wife, so he died alone. Did he kill himself? I don't know. I can't tell. I can't tell if he, like, died of a broken heart mm-hmm. slash lost the like, will to Like, starved live. himself too, like his yeah. dad, or I don't know. Or, yeah, like, 
kind of like OD. Because it just something. it just seemed like he just kind of like flopped over too too humiliated and disappointed to like face his wife and family, and he was just like ending it. I don't know. Yeah, but they didn't like show him. Yeah, do any? I mean, yeah, they're they're. I guess it's up to interpretation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Chan Sung and Manuel fill in the rest of the staff on Mr. Kim's whereabouts in the situation. Chan Sung realizes he forgot to tell Sanchez about the ghost staying in his room. <laughs> then we cut to a scene with um, Mr. Kim, Sanchez, and the Reaper. Mm-hmm. And he's like, who is this? Is this a guest too? Like, a guest of the hotel? And he's like, <laughs> oh no, this this is the Reaper. <laughs> he's like, what? <laughs> he's like, let me get you peanuts. <laughs> Sanchez, oh, poor dude. I know. Chan Song and Manuel devise a plan to, to clear Scholar Kim's name. They decide to rewrite the author's book in a more flattering light for Scholar Kim. The author likes this idea, but can't get started writing without passing out since he died from being overworked, which again is so funny. Mm-hmm. And it's just like the, um, is it a lawyer from mm-hmm. earlier? Yeah. Worked himself to death also. Um, they decide he should team up with the other writer in the hotel who never knew what to write about and never got any sort of, like, claimed fame. Mm-hmm. Manuel tells Mr. Kim about their plan and points out that they can describe him however he wants since it's a novel. And then there's a little bit where Mr. Kim says that he looks like Soji Sub, mm-hmm. a heartthrob, and Manuel says that the back of his head looks just like him. <laughs> just like, he's turning. Keep at turning. first, at first when he says it, like, she's smiling uh-huh. about, like, how he's feeling better and he's happy and stuff, uh-huh. but then he says that and her face kind of just changes, like, the <laughs> fuck you do? Yeah. <laughs> what? How, did you Google him? I did not, no. Here, I'll pull him up really quick. <laughs> I, Alex and I Googled him. Yes, yeah, just like him. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, uh, yeah, I love, uh, you, the back of your head looks just <laughs> like him. Mr. Kim teams so up funny. with the two writers to finish the story. Manuel and Chansong enjoy the novel, and when it is all done, the original writer uses the dream service to call his editor and tell him about the new novel, and he gives credit to the young writer, which fulfills his wish. So sweet. Yeah, so the two of them can basically leave and move on. The, the like, whatever, famous writer was, like, actually really nice for... Yes. He's a good guy. For yeah. one, being like, yeah, I'll change my story, I don't care. And then for us to also, like, give credit Help, to the yeah. young writer, like... That's cool. Mm-hmm. Bartender Kim <laughs> everyone to a round of his tears cocktail in celebration of his novel. He says that he, he says that he is finally ready to move on now that he has cleared his name and her and erased his shame. They get together to see him off, and Hyunjun cries, and he has a sweet moment where he makes eye contact with Manuel. And kind of knows that he can leave. Because Manuel is looking, like, very stern mm-hmm. at this point. Also, she's, like, the only one who doesn't drink tears. Uh-huh. Because it tastes bad. Um, so he gets into the car and smiles as it enters the tunnel. Miss Choi waves with tears in her eyes. And even the Reaper says goodbye. Hi. I know. Oh. It's sad seeing them start to go away. Yeah. Because they're just so precious. Mm-hmm. And they get along so well together, and they've yeah. been together for so long, and it's yeah. just like, oh man, that must really suck. Yeah. <sighs> I know, like, thousands, or not thousands, but like hundreds and hundreds mm-hmm. of years, like, ugh. Just, this is, basically, this started my oh, tears. No. <laughs> just here, just throughout the rest of the episode, I was crying. Manuel <laughs> uh, goes back to the office and finds a letter from Mr. Kim next to a glass of tears. He thanks her for helping him and wishes 
her a good passing. Manuel sips the drink and whispers, it tastes so bad. (laughs) (laughs) Which made me and Alex LOL. That was really funny. (laughs) Uh, Because she, like, looks really sad (laughs) while saying it. Manuel starts to cry, and Chanson consoles her by, like, patting her back. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Hyunjing sees Yuna by his sister's hospital room and asks her why she doesn't come to the hotel anymore. No one invites her. I know, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> she tells him that there's no point since it won't be there for much longer. She tells him she comes to check on Hyun Mi since she knows that once she dies, Hyunjoon will go with her. They talk about bartender Kim moving on. And she begs him to stay, but Hyunjoon tells her that they sent Mr. Kim off with joy, since there is nothing sadder than being stuck in this world. They start to fight about her growing old, while Hyunjoon stays a ghost, ghost, and she tells him to just go, and she won't stay and watch, since she is going to study abroad anyway. She's like, it's fine, like, you can go, go off to the bridge, whatever the fuck, uh-huh. and whoever, whatever the other girl's parents are, her mm-hmm. new parents said they wanted to study abroad. She said, I'm going to study abroad. I'm going to bone some life. guys. I'm going to live my life. <laughs> Fuck you, ghost. I Basically also, what she said. Yeah. I also thought it was, like, really sad that no one invited her to, like, see Mr. Kim uh-huh. off. Because, like, she talked to him a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, Again, come on, no guys. One cared. No one cared. Anyway. Hmm. Um, we cut to Miss Choi as she is watching the mother of the baby from her husband's family tree. They start talking, and the woman says that regardless of the gender, the baby will carry her name. Miss Choi says that only boys can carry on the family line, and the woman tells her that her way of thinking is very old-fashioned, and she even calls her out for being from the Joseon period. Miss Choi's like, <clears throat> She says that the child is hers, and that the grandparents can visit, and Miss Choi like, starts to kind of cry, uh-huh. and she wishes that she would have acted the, the same way with her own daughter. Miss Choi wishes the woman and her child a healthy life. Yeah, I was happy when that woman was like, bitch, it's 2019, mm-hmm. like, the baby's taking my name. Mm-hmm. It's my baby, and... The, we weren't even together. Yeah, and, like, the baby daddy's family can be in the kid's life as much as they want, but... Or don't want whatever. Yeah, but, like, it's just me and the kid. So, mm-hmm. I liked that. Mm-hmm. I liked that for them. Um, Manuel and Chansong go to another Kim Jun Hyun approved restaurant <laughs> and they talk about her social media. It turns out she only has three followers. <laughs> and he's like, You only have three followers with all like the time and effort she puts into taking these like restaurant photos. And I'm like, Is she not using hashtags? Like, I guess not. Even bots follow people. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she. Or put- like. Her account is actually private, so the hashtags wouldn't even work. Anyway. <laughs> uh, who are her followers? It's like Yuna, Hyungjoon, and like Miss Choi uh, or something, something like, like that. that. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So he's kind of giving her a hard time, and then Manuel gets a like from Kim Jun Hyun and gets super excited. And he's like, "How would he see your photo and like it? Like he just can't believe you it. only have three followers." <laughs> So, they talk about why Manuel likes Kim Jun Hyun so much, and she says that he reminds her of the person that saved her hotel with a game of Go, and then suggests that she go on an eating tour. Chen Sung tries to tell Manuel that was actually him visiting her in the past, but she doesn't believe him. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh no, I promise. 
Uh, after their bickering, Manuel gives Chansung the medicine that will st- or the chocolate <laughs> that will stop him from seeing ghosts, and tells him that he must take it once she is gone. There's a funny moment where Chansung teases Manuel for being 1,300 years old when she can't remember which famous person she's talking about. Back at the hotel, Hyunjung is dressed in his old uniform and tells Miss Choi that it's time to get his sister. He's there when his sister passes, and he greets her as soon as she walks out of the hospital room. Her spirit appears as a little girl, and he hugs her. And I'm not sure why it turns to, like, young her, when, like, with everyone else, when they die, like, they're that same age and that same, I don't know. Yeah, I'm thinking, I, I'm just applying goblin logic to, like, okay. the whole series. I realize as, as I edit this podcast, like, I'm like, well, in goblin, uh-huh, well, in uh-huh. goblin, um... <laughs> Well, no, in Goblin, um, your spirit kind of reverts back to how you want to be. Okay. And I'm thinking if, because they say, like, his sister had, like, a mental illness. Yes. So I'm wondering if, like, after the bombing. She she, had that, the mental capability. Yeah. So maybe, like, she, her as a little girl was, like, how she was Mm -hmm. healthy before Mm -hmm. the bombing. Or, like, her and her... Like, most of her essence, I guess. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how I interpreted it. Okay. Yeah. She comes out, he gives her a big hug, mm-hmm. and at that point I'm like, oh, I hate little kid mouths. <laughs> she's like, her teeth are like, yeah, she's teeny it. tiny, she's like, as small as Egon's little chiclets, <laughs> and she's all gums and missing teeth, and there's like, oh, little kid mouths, gross. <laughs> But he's happy to see her as a little kid, whatever. Uh Yuna is there. She sees this happen. She starts to cry. And then she tries to run away, but Hyunjun can still hear her crying from around the corner. And you see, like, um, his little figure and his sister in the background. Mm -hmm. And Hyunjun takes his sister to the hotel and introduces her to everyone. Chansong asks about Yuna, and he asks Chansong to give her the watch that she gave him and tell her that every second is precious and she should do well in school and be happy. So sweet. Mm-hmm. As Hyunjun is about to leave, Yuna runs up to him with flowers from Mago. She tells him that Mago gave them to her with the promise of her living a good life so he won't have to worry about her. He starts to cry and thanks her for sending him off. He leaves and Yuna starts to sob. And the little girl doesn't console him or anything in the car. No, I mean... She's, she's just sitting there. Like, she's like, uh, can we go now? <laughs> yep, I'm ready to cross this bridge. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, and Hyungjin's kind of just, like, waiting, I mm-hmm. think, for her to show up. Yeah. Because he's just waiting outside the car and, like, no one else is there. Um, if they cross the bridge together, mm-hmm. do they remember each other? I don't think so. I think because their memories start, like... Because mm-hmm. I know... I know with Manuel, they said that she even started to forget what's-his-face when she was walking with him. Uh-huh. But I'm just like, well, that's shitty to wait for someone, and then you're just gonna forget about them. <laughs> yeah. Well, it seems like your older, oldest memories go first. Mm-hmm. So, if you were with someone your whole life, if I guess if you still have memories from, like, before, right before you passed, then you would... How those memories, maybe right up until the end. Mm-hmm. But she forgot Chung Myung because that was from like a thousand years ago. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah. It just seems interesting to like. Wait for someone yeah, and like, then forget each this, other. I'm going to work at this hotel for hundreds of years to stay for my sister, but I know that we're going to forget each other. 
Yeah. I mean, maybe he didn't realize they would forget each other until Manuel maybe left and they were talking about like the oh roles. shit yeah. <laughs> but maybe it just is like it's just about the journey getting to the bridge mm-hmm. because to me that seems like maybe the scary part. Yeah, and I'm curious like what happened when you get to the other side of said bridge. Well, did they explain that on the show and or on Goblin? No, but I feel like they delved into it in fucking Along with the Gods. Because I don't, I was going to point that out last time when they were talking about, like, it takes 49 mm-hmm, days. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my god, Along with the Gods. Mm-hmm. The last 49 days. <laughs> <laughs> Which I still haven't seen that yeah. movie. Maybe we can watch it when I'm all wisdom toothy. You're all fucked up. Um, But, yeah, so I guess that. I don't know if is crossing the bridge the journey where they have to deal with all their shit or I mean obviously these are this is not the same afterlife as along with the gods mm-hmm. because in along with the gods the bridge is just like one part of the whole oh yeah you're like thing. you're meeting everyone or whatever the fuck uh-huh. hmm. so I don't know how it works in Goblin they didn't ever talk about the afterlife like basically in Goblin when someone dies. They're greeted by the Reaper. Uh-huh. The Reaper takes them... There's no Hotel de Luna in <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> the Reaper takes them to a tea house, and he's basically like, you lived a good life. Here's your tea. Once you drink the tea, you forget your past life. Mm. And basically, you then get sent to the afterlife. If you were a bad person, you drink, like, a bad tea, <clears throat> and basically, like, you have to reckon with your shit. So if you're a good person, you get good tea, and you, like, go to heaven. If you're a bad person, you get bad tea. And you basically go to hell. Mm -hmm. There is one really cool part where, um, the, I guess, a driver and, like, some sort of CEO or whatever, rich person, died together, and he gives, they're seated at the same table, and the reaper gives, um, the driver and the CEO, like, the same tea, and he's like, we're getting the same tea, and he's like, no, like, that guy's getting the better tea, because, like, you fucking sucked. (laughs) (laughs) That was not the exact quote, but... Mm -hmm. Basically. Yeah, so... Anyway, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah. What afterlife? Yep, yep. (laughs) So, we cut to Mira and Youngsu, and they are telling Sanchez they're gonna get married. Damn, Okay, I know, moving really fast. In the winter. So, are we to assume that they've only been together for, like, six months at this point? I feel like it, yeah. That's fast, y'all. Mm-hmm. But I guess when you know, you know? I don't... I don't know. We, I feel like we would have been married, like... <laughs> a billion years ago. Yeah, like basically. Yeah. I mean... Some people just move really, really fast. That's true. And some people just like what they're doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, blah, blah, blah. So... She asks Sanchez to stand in as Young Su's Young in case her family doesn't like him since he doesn't have any family. Sad. I know. And, like, I think we kind of talked about this in other dramas, but, like, having family is kind mm-hmm. of a big deal. Like, who's your family? Yeah. Uh, Mira talks about the different things she'll do to convince her family to accept him, and he tells her that he'll make it work. Mira tells him that she'll make him part of his family, and Sanchez looks disgusted by their PDA. <laughs> and again, poor Sanchez, like, 
he was just about to propose to, like, the love of his life. I know. And she fucking died that night. And now he has to see his obnoxious friend Mm -hmm. getting married, moving out, like, with this seemingly amazing dude. Yeah. I mean, I wonder if maybe it, like, makes him, like, a little sad but also happy, like... It, maybe it's a good distraction. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But yeah, that would kind of like hurt a little mm-hmm. bit. Like she's basically living the life that he wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, we cut to Mira and Youngsu fridge shopping. Boring. <laughs> <laughs> and they like have a little fight about the fridge and like freezer sizes. I don't know. Like Unimportant. Yeah. Um, Mira runs into Manuel at this like appliance shop. Manuel confronts Mira and asks her about getting married, and I love her, like, little polite afterthought mm-hmm. endings, and she's like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then Manuel hypnotizes Mira with a swanky TV. Product placement. Yeah. And tells Mira that she'll twist her life just like the TV if she hurts Yanwu. And or, she calls her by uh, her other name. Yeah, like Song Hwar. Yeah, whatever like her name is. I thought it was, like, kind of funny, and also I f- feel a little bit bad for Mira, because I'm like, Manuel has fucked with her mind so mm-hmm. much that, I don't know, I feel a little bad for her. And she doesn't realize it, but, yeah. like, on some deeper level. It, like, Manuel's just, like, a little parasite in mm-hmm, her brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Chansung and Manuel meet up, and he is surprised to learn that Manuel bought them a wedding gift, and she points out that she won't be there for their wedding. Mm-hmm. She tells Chansong that Miss Choi will be leaving today, and they both realize that the next full moon is coming soon. Chansong mm-hmm. says that Yeonwoo is no longer the person that loves Manuel the most, and she smiles and replies, I know, it's Miss Choi now. <laughs> Which reminds me of how, like, Alex and I always tease each other, because Alex is like, yeah, my mom is my biggest fan. <laughs> and then I say, Alex is like, Whatever, I love you most in the world, like a similar thing. Uh-huh. And I'm like, no, my grandma Jan loves me the most. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. Mm-hmm. Um, we cut back to the hotel, and Miss Choi wanders through, finishing up her work and noting that all of the rooms are empty now. Everything's complete. Mm-hmm. Chan Song and Manuel meet her at the tunnel. She thanks Manuel for letting her stay there. And apologizes to Chan Song for the Room 13 incident, finally. I know. And asks him to never wear the animal print suit again. I thought that was an okay suit. I know. Um, very he pulled flashy. It off. Yeah. Miss Choi recalls the day she met Manuel before she leaves. Manuel caught her stealing a knife from the hotel and asks her if she planned on killing her husband's family. She tells her the knife won't work and throws a sword, but tells her that the person she really hates is herself for failing to protect her baby. Manuel knew that Miss Choi hated herself too much to go on, so she offered her a job where she could punish herself and suffer forever. Before Miss Choi leaves, Manuel asks her if she can give her a hug, and the women cry as they say goodbye one last time. It was supposed to be the woman cry, not they. <laughs> and the women. Okay, that makes more sense. I was like, the fuck? <laughs> they, they, women they women cry, cry as women do. <laughs> it's like, what? No, sorry. No, it's okay. They hug, they cry, they say goodbye (laughs) one last time. Manuel thanks her for consoling her so many times and taking care of her, and Miss Choi gets into the car and leaves the smile, too. Chansung holds Manuel as the car drives away. That's everyone. Um, Chansung visits Glasses Mago and asks how much time they have left. 
Mago confirms that they have until the end of the next full moon. He asks her why they chose him, and she points to his chest and says the moonflower has not shown him the last dream yet. Okay. Uh, Manuel walks around the empty hotel lobby and stands in front of the portrait of her with the staff. She starts to imagine the staff in the hotel, but they disappear. Chainsaw walks in, and she tells him there is one last guest to see off. She tells him that she's sleepy, and he carries her to bed. I'm like, so the ep- the first episode, he's like, I can't carry you. And mm-hmm. he brings her the cabbage cart, and he's carried her so many times I know. since then. He wasn't close with her then. No, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, blah, blah, blah. So, he promises to stay by her side, even if she's asleep. They both end up falling asleep, and Chansung dreams his last moon tree dream. He is the little boy who fanned Manuel after her parents died and who told her about the end of the moon. I know. Also, her bed looks super comfy. Mm-hmm. I'm like, do I get navy satin sheets? Because those look amazing. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's one of those things where I think, like, in the, um, in the right, like, scenery or whatever of a TV right, show. The right lighting. Yeah. The like, right It looks really cool. Paint on the walls. But, like, in my house, it would just be like, what the fuck? Like, just looking a little extra or <laughs> out of place. Unless he's, like, my target cotton sheets. <laughs> um... Pink Mago comes to the hotel, and she's so extra. I can't, can't deal with her. Mm-hmm. Um, and she runs into Chansong in the hallway. She asks him about the scissors she gave the bride. He remembers that she told the bride that it requires more love to let go than to hold on. He gives her the scissors, and she offers to cut the connection between him and the person who broke his heart. Does that mean Manuel? I don't know. Because he's like, is there a connection? She's like, I can't do that. Like, I don't, that part was so Yeah, I didn't quite understand what was happening there or what connection they were talking about. Yeah, okay. Well, if you know, let us know. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, so there's that confusing bit, but then he ends up asking if he can go back in time with Manuel so they can see winter together. They go to the tree, and as they walk around, snowflakes start to fall. Manuel wonders if she is dreaming, and Chansung tells her that it's either a moment from their past or a time they'll spend together in the future. Ha. Manuel tells him that she saw him in her dream. Chansung draws a symbol in her palm and tells her that it's pretty, the same way he did when they were kids. Manuel looks overwhelmed and says they did get to meet again after a long time. She asks if they saw the snow together in the past, and Chansung says... He hopes to see it with her in the future. They stand by the tree and enjoy the snow with each other. After that, Manuel and Chansong go to the tunnel. Manuel has decided to go by herself without the reaper or the car. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, damn, you're going to walk a lot in those heels. I know. But I guess she's a ghost, so it doesn't really matter, maybe? Maybe it doesn't bother her? Maybe they don't hurt. Yeah, I guess not. Um, and Chansong says she's brave. She turns to him and tells him she's thought a lot about what to say, but that her mind is blank now, and all she can think is that she wants to be with him and continue seeing him always, and that she doesn't want to leave him behind. Oh, just tears <laughs> at this point. She apologizes and Chansung cries, but he wipes away her tears and promises to not be lonely after he sends her off. They hold each other and cry as Manuel says that she didn't realize that she would be able to fall in love again when she made Chansung promise to not be lonely. She hold, Chansung holds her tightly, 
as she says that they should meet each other in their next lives no matter what. He nods in agreement, and she thanks him. Chansong can only say goodbye, and Manuel cries even harder, but smiles and tries to leave to the tunnel as Chansong holds back tears. And I'm like, they didn't kiss? I know. They didn't kiss one last time? Maybe there's too much, like, going on with yeah, the faces. Yeah, they were too emotional. Yeah. Damn. They did not have a lot of, like, physical intimacy Mm-mm. in this show. Mm-mm. Like, I don't know if I'm just, like, have a dirty mind or whatever, <laughs> but I was like, they're not gonna even, like, make out or mm-hmm. anything. It's, I think we were talking about, right, how all the comments, or some of the times, yes. comments on Vicky are, like... <laughs> All horny. Yes, they totally are. <laughs> I had to turn those off because they were distracting me. Yeah, I never watched those, but, um, yeah, I'm like, I'm like one of those Vicky commenters. I'm like, can we get a little bit more? I mean, I think the drama was great. Yeah, it was. It, it really didn't need any, no, like, No, I just... Love scenes or anything like no, that, but... I just honestly expected, like, a big old long romantic kiss at the end. Yeah. A goodbye kiss. Uh-huh. But whatever. As Manuel disappears through the tunnel, the hotel slowly disappears, Hi. too. I know. Then we get a voiceover from Mago, as she says, Feeling sad and disappointed is only natural when witnessing disappearances. When a flower withers away, just like it dreams of a new blossom, you'll live, meet, and love again. I hope that is the answer you two arrogant, foolish, self-pitying, yet beautiful lovers have chosen. <laughs> uh. So then we fast forward to Christmas time. Chansong is packing for his move to New York. Ooh. I know. And he meets Yuna before he leaves. Well, that's nice. I know. <laughs> Finally, uh-huh. someone's thinking of her. She still carries her watch that she bought for Hyungjun. And they talk about their lives, and Yuna tells him about school. Apparently, she took the pill that he gave her, so she no longer sees ghosts, and she can finally focus on, like, the real life and school, and she's doing better. She asks if he took the pill, but he doesn't answer and just smiles. And I think he's in a non-suit here. He's in a turtleneck. It's, it's nice. It's yeah. a nice, different look for him. I know. I'm like, ooh, his hair looked, song. Yeah, his hair looked a little bit different, too. It looked mm-hmm. a little messier. Mm-hmm. I was into it. I know. Same. I'm like, I just would love Cozy Chan Song and to see a cozy manual. Mm-hmm. Just being cozy together. And speaking of, like, outfits and, like, changes and stuff. Uh-huh. Manuel changed outfits so many times, and sometimes, like, in inappropriate times, like, we have to go help, um, fucking, what's-his-face, Kim. Uh-huh. I'm gonna change my outfit real quick. And she's in, like, a completely different look, like, they're uh-huh. having to run to this publishing company. Uh-huh. But it's like, hold up real quick. Gotta change my hair, gotta change my outfit, gotta change these nails, yeah. and then I'll be ready. And I'm just like, is she like Sabrina? Can she just, like, like, do a nose thing or do a little, like, finger twitch and her outfit changes? Because if that's the case and it's like, okay, that's awesome, that's great. But if she's there, like, digging through her closet for the perfect outfit. I mean, I don't know because before the wedding, Mm -hmm. um, Miss Choi was bringing her, like, racks of dresses. Mm -hmm. And then there's been scenes of her, like, doing her nails and Uh changing the color whatever. Maybe she's, like, had a lot of practice over 1,300 years, so she can get really, really fast. Yeah. Who knows? Um, so, Chansung goes to visit the Mount Bekju painting and sees Mago give a flower to a ghost. And so we're like, 
he can still see ghosts. Mm -hmm. Uh, He thinks to himself that he still remembers the world where she is. We flash forward even more, and we see the staff at the park living their own lives. Miss Choi with a little dog that Andrew... Andrew just saw these last, like, two minutes. (laughs) He got home today and just sat down and started watching. And we laughed because this little dog... Was like as if Edie taught Hogarth our cat how to dance on his hind legs. That's true. Because that dog looked just like Hogarth. Um, then we see Mr. Kim jogging, and Hyung Jung is playing basketball, and Future Chan Song is reading Existence in Time. He puts his book down when he sees Manuel standing in front of him. He tells her that she is early, and she tells him that she hurried so he wouldn't have to wait. She rests her head on his shoulder, and he holds her. Then we get this voiceover. Someday, someday, if we reunite in some life far down the road, when the day comes, I hope to always be with you. We'll dream together, hold each other in our gazes, embrace each other, and laugh together as we live happily ever after, side by side. And there goes goes Caitlin's Ah! eyes. (laughs) And that's it. End of the series. End of up. So good. Mm -hmm. All right. Did you like the ending? Um, I feel like I was a little confused. Okay. I don't know why. Okay. Did you get that, like, this is their future life? Yes. Okay, okay. But it was just, like, I think everything happened so so fast, from yeah. him, like, packing for New York and meeting Yuna to, like, suddenly, like, we're seeing Mr. Kim jogging. Mm-hmm. In, like, a track outfit, and I'm like, hey. Yeah. Wait a minute. I think it's because they didn't say, like, 90 years later. Yeah. And, like, everyone still looks like they're from 2019. So yeah. So it's confusing. And they're all, like, in the same place. Yeah. So it's just like, what are the odds, y'all? Yeah. Oops. But that was probably the Mako's doing, for all we know. And just for the writers, like, mm-hmm. for TV show purposes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, Alex, okay, this is, like, a spoiler for the recap episode. <laughs> Alex did not like the ending. Okay. He really wanted Manuel and Chansong to be together in their, like, current lives. Yes, gotcha. As in, like, somehow she's able to live, like, what you were saying before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was like, that's really fucked up. Like, <laughs> I think he just... I think he really empathized with Chen Song, mm-hmm. and, like, he didn't want him to feel, like, the pain and loneliness of mm-hmm. losing her, so he got, like, really upset when he had to well go through that. I mean, you not had to go through that, too. I know, and I told him, like, they got to be together in the future life. And they look exactly the same. Yeah. Also, I feel bad that you and I didn't get featured in the future life sequence, but whatever. Again. (laughs) Left out. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, I was like, I mean, I felt conflicted because I told him, we had to have that goodbye scene. Like, that goodbye scene was beautiful, Mm -hmm. and it was really sad, but, like, also very tender. And, but then I said, but we also could have had a... Mago meets Manuel on the bridge or whatever, mm-hmm. and it's basically like, you did good, and has her turn around, and, like, yeah. gets to live with Chansung. I don't know. I feel conflicted, because I feel like it was really well done, but I also did kind of call it, where I said, like, maybe they each other in the future life. Mm-hmm. Uh, all these, like, future life romances. I know. I mean, I don't know, but I 
I feel still conflicted because I did think it was really sad, like, them having to say goodbye. But then I told him, like, I, this is just me talking out, uh-huh. like, my train of thoughts. But, like, that is also just part of life. Like, people mm-hmm. die and, like, they leave your life. And not even just dying, but just, like, people come yeah. and go. And, like, that is just the natural order of things. And so mm-hmm. it was time for her to go. Like, she was stuck there for so long. Yeah. And, like... Yeah, she's going to miss him, but it was also probably a relief. Yeah. Because she's had to, like you said earlier, into her life forever. Yeah. Like, way longer than a person would probably ever want to. And I'm sure on some level he wanted her to feel that relief. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because he wasn't, like, begging her to stay. Because yeah, he, he knew. knew. I'm just curious, like, what his life was like in the years following. Yeah. Like, did he meet someone else? Did he, like live a long, happy life with someone, and then, you know, like, want to know the whole story. I think it would have been... And the same with you, Natu. I think it would have been good if we just got, like, a little Mm two-minute scene of, yeah, just seeing, like, Like, Chansong go, being greeted by the Reaper or something. Yeah, just, like, a little montage Mm -hmm. of him, like, oh, I'm in New York working at a hotel, and then showing him, like, way later in life, Uh older... And then the Reaper coming, and it's the same guy, because he's the fucking Reaper. Uh Uh-huh. And then, like, you know... And then, like... However many years later. Then we can, like, quickly cut to the park, because we know that, like, Chansong is dead, Mm -hmm. and, like, it's the future Mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. Also, I'm just now realizing that I did not include the new owner hotel scene. Oh, yeah. What'd you think of that? (laughs) Um, forgettable? Okay. (laughs) A lot of people online are like, we need hotels to live this season, too. Because that actor mm-hmm. who, like, is the new owner of the hotel is apparently, like, really famous. Ah, interesting. So, I forget his name. But... I think I just wasn't interested in that. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm not gonna, it's not gonna go anywhere. <laughs> I'm not gonna see any more of that hotel. I don't care about this new owner. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, apparently, I mean, I don't know if Hotel Blue Moon or whatever is in the work. Is, was mm-hmm. a Blue Moon or did I just make that up because of the beer? I don't remember. Doesn't matter. Anyway. <laughs> a lot of people are like, we want that. And Alka's like, no. Mm-mm. No. He, he's just like so firmly in love with Manuel. <laughs> and, uh... Chansong. And Chansong. Like, he just wants them to be together forever. And I tried to I tried to tell him, like, at least they're together now in mm-hmm. their future life. And they get to spend their whole lives together without the burden of Manuel's past and mm-hmm. whatever. All their baggage. They get to just be together as, like, regular people. He's like, uh-uh. He's just not accepting yeah, that. That's, like, basically the same shit that Andrew tells me. Uh-huh. Like, every so often, I'm just like super bummed and I'm like like I never got to see David Bowie perform and like mm-hmm. I almost had a chance and I was too young to go and no one would fucking take me and that was my one and only chance and he's like but in like another universe you see him multiple times and in another universe like he's living right now and I'm like but I'm not there and he's like but you are there a different version of you and I was like well fuck her like I don't like that it's not fair that's not comforting to you no fuck that other little Joe I want to be there yeah that's tricky 
Because, yeah, yeah that, that was basically Alka's argument. Like, well, good for a future chance song, but... <laughs> Sucks for current chance song. Current chance song is alone in New York feeling lonely. Constantly thinking of Manuel because he never took the medicine. Yeah. Or chocolate or whatever it was. <laughs> the Ferrero Rocher. <laughs> um... Yeah, I would have liked to see Chen Song a little just, like you said, like a little montage mm-hmm. of his life and... Because they did so many... Passing. They did so many quick montages of, like, the two of them, like, being cutesy together or, like, the outfit changes uh-huh. or her getting flashbacks of Hyun Jung and Miss Choi mm-hmm. and stuff. Just, like, a little thing like that, I think, would have been beneficial. Honestly, I feel like they could have cut the mm-hmm. new owner scene and yes. replaced that with... Yuna and, well, most of, I'm sorry, Yuna. Most yeah. importantly, Chan Song's storyline mm-hmm. afterwards. Because, yeah, I would have liked to see him, like, maybe, like, go to New York. And then I'd like to see, like, maybe Chan Song, or Sanchez, like, find mm-hmm. a new love. Mm-hmm. Maybe go to, like, Sanchez's wedding. And then Sanchez and his wife go to Chan Song's wedding or meet his new partner or something. Yeah, or, like, life. maybe he doesn't even have partner and mm-hmm. he just like grows old with friends because i told alex because he was because i told him like well maybe chan Sung, like falls in love again he was like no because i only want him to be with Manuel. <laughs> and then i was like okay well then maybe he doesn't find anyone else and he's just like happy living his life with friends like you don't have to have as happy as he can be yeah like you don't necessarily have to have a romantic partner mm-hmm. to be happy and he was like no, because then he's lonely. <laughs> Alex was just, like, knocking down all mm-hmm. of my ways. He didn't like, like anything. No, he just wanted Manuel and Chance. No version was right except for them being together, together in current. forever. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so, I thought that was funny, but yeah. I would have liked to, yeah, just see those, like, little nuggets, and then maybe Chance on old and with the Reaper. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that would have been good. Yeah, I just feel like it was such a big jump, like... I'm in New York, or I'm gonna go to New York, I'm meeting you not, and then, like, bam. I'm in the park, and it's the future. Yeah. And he looks exactly the same. Everyone looks the same, so it gets kind of confusing. Yeah, it's, like, really disorienting. Yeah. And you're reminding yourself, of course, like, this is the future, and they're mm-hmm. not, they're, like, he's not Chan Song. Mm-hmm. He's someone else. She's someone else, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's just, like, it flips so quickly. Yeah, or it would have been good for, like, um... For them to call each other different names, mm-hmm. at the very least. Mm-hmm. And that way you could be like, oh, they're, like, definitely different people. Mm-hmm. But I did like how, like, Future Mantle was like, I didn't want to keep you waiting. Mm-hmm. I thought that was sweet. Mm-hmm. So. Well, anyway. that was it. Yeah, wow. Good job. Good <clears throat> job, everybody, with mm-hmm. Hotel Deluna. Very good. Yeah. All right. Do you want to do a final fashion and I love you? Sure. Okay. Yes, God! For fashion, I said Manuel's Joseon look. Mm-hmm. So beautiful. Mm-hmm. What a queen. And I also said her asymmetrical skirt when she goes to see Hyunjun. Uh-huh. Did you notice it was, like, half maybe leathery? Yes. Yeah, and then, like, mm-hmm. half whatever. Wool, maybe? Um, I mean, everything she wore was amazing. Yes. Again, it's hard to, like, point to specific looks. Uh-huh. Um, 
<laughs> I really like Mr. Kim's hat. <laughs> it's a standout piece for me. It's uh-huh. really cool looking. Um, and I liked Chan Song's, like, non-suit look. Oh, his turtleneck? Yes. Yeah. And it was all black, too, so it was, like, dark Chan Song. Mm-hmm. Moody Chan mm-hmm. Moody mm-hmm. cozy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, again, just, like, wow. What a great wardrobe. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, I did not like the way Yuna's overalls fit her. They read a little toddlery to me. I'm trying to recall. They, I think she wore them at the hospital mm-hmm. at one point, and they had them. Oh, they're kind of, are they kind of, like, puffy? Yeah, they're, like, mm-hmm. puffy and, like, rolled up. Mm-hmm. And, but, like, really boxy yeah. also. And, like, I don't mind that look, but it, I don't know, the fit of them just looked a little not quite right. Gotcha. I don't know. I mean, she's beautiful. She can wear whatever she wants, but... It was just a little weird to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Again, probably <clears throat> the best wardrobe of any K-drama. Yeah, it was very good. I've ever seen. Uh, you know, Strong Woman Bong Soon is a close second, maybe, but... And, um, Scarlet. Oh, yeah. She always had good looks. I think that is our ranking of mm-hmm. <laughs> best-dressed K-dramas. Mm-hmm. Um, I love you moment. I love you. I love you. I will always love you. I love you. You can go first. Hmm. I mean, the obvious is the goodbye. Yeah. Also, um, after Mr. Kim leaves... I was gonna and, say that. Yeah, when she yeah. goes back to her like room office mm-hmm. area and Cry. breaks down, yeah. Even though she has the funny one liner of mm-hmm. it tastes so bad. <laughs> Sadly saying that. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Um I mean, yeah, I feel like just the last two episodes were just filled with so much like mm-hmm. love and care for everybody. Mm-hmm. I again I really like the moment that Miss Choi had with the baby mama yeah or whatever um i thought that was like really good for her to have that closure and also just like her being supportive and just like the woman standing up for herself and being like yeah realizing it is 2019 and Mm -hmm. women can tell the guy to fuck off Mm -hmm. and And his family yep and the baby's hers Mm -hmm. so that was nice but yeah i i just really liked that manuel um, Mr. Kim dynamic. Mm-hmm. And, like, when she tells him that he's a proud crane and to hold his head mm-hmm. up high. Mm-hmm. It's so sweet. Um, yeah, and also whenever, like, it first comes out that the story is being published about mm-hmm. him and she's like, who is doing this to our, our scholar? Sco- yeah. It's very defensive. Mm-hmm. I also liked uh, Hyung Jin's graduation mm-hmm. because all the ghosts show up. Because they all love him. Yeah, he's so sweet. So sweet, and he's so happy to receive mm-hmm. his diploma. So sweet. I mean, this whole like I said, the last few episodes were filled with so many like sweet little moments, mm-hmm. and then like really gut wrenching, like everything getting tied up. <sighs> yeah, pretty little bow. Mm-hmm. So well done. <sighs> Good job. All right, so not next week, but the week after that, 
we're going to have our recap episode. Yay! So make sure you are following us on our social media at OKDramaPod on Twitter and at OKDramaPodcast on Instagram and Facebook. And our website will be linked in the show notes. Um, We will have a Google poll and Twitter polls. So make sure to vote. We're going to have a lot of awards this time. And a lot of time to vote. And a lot of time to vote. So, again, make sure you check it out. Vote so we can read the results and your voice can be heard. Mm-hmm. Caitlin will not rig it this time. I won't rig it, I promise. <laughs> uh, so as yeah. long as we get a lot of them. Because when you only get, like, a few, it's like, uh, well. Yeah, bleh. and, like, it's weird, I guess, because of Twitter, like, you just vote with the tweet that you see. But, like, some twi- like some of our polls get, like, whatever, 30 people voted in this poll, and then some of the polls are, like, four people voted. Uh-huh. And so, like... With our four votes, like, it's really easy to, <laughs> like, Sway turn the tide. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, we'd like a lot of participation, and even if you, like, aren't a poll person, like, just do it. It's fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I wonder if there's a, um, Hotel Luna quiz of some sort. I was looking into it. I did find one quiz, but it was just like, how well do you know Hotel de Luna? Oh, no, I don't want that one. Yeah, I It would be funny to to have Andrew do that one. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Andrew. (laughs) But I always love, like, the which character are you? Yeah, I'll I'll try to look into that. Those are always fun. Um, I was laughing because, so, spoilers for our upcoming, um, movie Mm -hmm. recap, but... We were kind of teasing Andrew, and I was the only one that Andrew got mad at. And I'm like, it's because I'm not his best friend and girlfriend, so he can get mad at me. What is it? Were you, like, the third person to do something? That's probably why. Because I think Alex did it first, and then I did it, and then you did it. And he's like, well, god damn it. Yeah. Fucking everyone. I was like, okay. I guess. Uh... But yeah, so anyway, stay tuned for that, too. <laughs> that will be our little interim episode, so stay tuned for that. Make sure you're subscribed and give us a rating and a review, five stars, mm-hmm. please, so we won't become vengeful spirits. <laughs> and haunt you guys and through computers, you. take over your podcast. Uh-huh. Five stars, please. <laughs> um, and is that it? I think so. Wow. What? What a journey. Yeah. I'm so overwhelmed, overcome with joy and sadness. <laughs> Everything, um, all the emotions. Yeah. I guess we'll talk about this in the future, but a future drama, I think we're going to do another throwback. Okay. Right? I, I don't remember. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so if you have... Tell if, me what to watch. Okay. If you guys have any, like, really... If you feel really strongly about another drama we should do, let us know and we will consider it. But um, I am thinking we'll do The K2 on Netflix. Um, it is a Ji Chang Wook kind of like action. Who is Ji Chang Wook? He's the guy from Melting Me Softly, which is oh, like okay. my favorite. We haven't seen a drama. Okay, with him, okay. But he's been in some of my favorite dramas. Gotcha. So, um, question. Sure. <laughs> when will we see a drama with Min Min again? Well, I was thinking, okay, this is this is a good point. We can either do the K2 
or Huarang, 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 which stars Min Min, mm-hmm. Park Soo Joon, which mm-hmm. is the guy from the beginning of Parasite. Okay. One of the boys from BTS. Okay. And a couple of other like famous people. Okay. It's just like what a cast. <laughs> uh, and it is a historical drama, and I think like all the dudes are together, like, they're in some sort of academy to become, like, warriors or Mm -hmm. something like that. I don't know. Okay. But I have thought about watching that drama before. I've heard it's, like, pretty good, but it has, like, a lot of star power. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of one of the... I think it's from, like, 2015 or something, so it's a bit older. Yeah. Um, So we can do that one. Maybe let us know. What would you guys prefer? Mm -hmm. And... I just, I selfishly want to watch the K2 because I love Ji Chang Wu, mm-hmm. but I would also really like to watch uh, Hua Dong. Mm-hmm. So let us know and we'll, Jill and I will discuss. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I think that's it. Yeah. Let us know your thoughts and feelings on Hotel de Luna and future dramas we should watch, and we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Okay, drama! Bye.